Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. The New England Patriots have had their most forgettable season in a long time, but is Bill Belichick's time in New England actually coming to an end? Also, the season is over for Justin Herbert, but could a full house cleaning be coming to Southern California? And what happened to the Dolphins on Monday Night Football exactly? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The New England Patriots may have already made the decision on Bill Belichick's future. The latest reporting from Tom Curran in the New England area is that the Patriots have decided that they are going to part ways with Bill Belichick at the end of this season. Though we also found out during the season, they just signed him to an extension before the year as well. A lot of competing factors here. Mike DeBate from Locked on Patriots joins me to try and parse out all of this. And and Mike, I'm not going to ask you to speak to the veracity of this report unless you have some some information that you'd like to share as well in terms of reporting. But I'm going to ask you the question this way. What do you think the chances are Bill Belichick is, in fact, the coach of the 2024 New England Patriots? Right now, I would say the best options I can give it or the best odds that I can give it are about 50-50. And I really do believe that that is the worst odds I've given it since I've started covering the team, really since I've started even following the team, since Bill Belichick has taken the reins here. Um, And I think the only other time that his future might have been this much in doubt was after a 5-11 and season to start things off uh, with the New England Patriots back in 2000. But look, there's no denying that unfortunately three out of the last four years, the Patriots have been on the outside looking in when it comes to the uh, playoff picture. Uh, the one year that they did get in post-Tom Brady, they were blown out by the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you mm-hmm. want to look at their exit in the first round at the hands of the Tennessee Titans when Tom was still quarterbacking here in New England been a little while since there have been a winning tradition a winning team here in foxborough that fans had some hope could make a deep run into the playoffs the crafts are businessmen more than anything else and they're going to make the best decision they feel is best for their team for their business and we all know about the relationship between business and personal it's never personal peter it's always strictly business it will be with the crafts i guarantee that when the season is through. And we know ownership has played a big part in everything that has gone on there over the last 25 years. In fact, mm-hmm. Michael Rubin, uh, who knows Tom Brady and and Bob Kraft um, personally and, and well, he said on, on Bill Simmons' podcast a couple of weeks ago that he knows for a fact that Bob Kraft played a big role in making sure things were smooth there in New England. Right now, he's going to have to do that again, it would seem so. If, if let's just say, Mike, that um, the, the Patriots do part ways with Bill Belichick at the end of this season, do you think he just rides off into retirement? Or is there a future for him in, in coaching in the NFL? Obviously, the teams would want him, but do you think he would want that? It's a slippery slope, uh, and I think it's an interesting question. Look, Bill Belichick putting on his Navy helmet on Saturday morning when he was ready to watch the Army-Navy game did not a look very like cool a guy. A that is cool absolutely moment. really one of the great Belichickian moments uh, I've had the opportunity to view in my tenure here in New England. Um, but it didn't look like a guy that's ready to give up on the gridiron just yet. 
uh, when you hear Bill Belichick talk about football, and this is one thing that has continued into this year, despite of him being sullen, surly at times, when it comes to some of the questions surrounding the quarterback identity and who's going to start, when you ask him a pure football question, Bill Belichick still lights up. He still is driven by the action on the field. And I think that will continue into 2024, whether it's in New England or whether it's not. So I do believe he will continue. Um, not anything that I would say that I've heard from sources or anything like that, just my own personal opinion, that I believe he will coach in 2024. Whether that's here in New England, I think it's still up for conjecture at this point. How much do you think the way that the rest of this season plays out would factor into a decision? Like if they end up with a Drake Mayer or a Caleb Williams, a potential franchise-altering kind of player, if, if I'm Robert Kraft, and of course I'm not, um, he wears much nicer suits than I do. Uh, one of the many differences that we have, uh, I, I would go, I'd ra I'd like to have Bill Belichick with Drake may or Caleb mm. Williams. Like that seems ready made for me. I think we can compete in your, in year two, maybe with one of those guys, but if they fall to like say five or six, like maybe I want to go full scale tear, tear down rebuild. What do you, what do you think the outcome of the season has in terms of the role that it could play here in a decision? Yeah, I think the Patriots draft position is going to play a big role in whether or not Bill wants to return. I think that's another uh, big factor here as well. Everybody's talking about whether the Crafts want to move on from Bill. Bill may have had enough here as well, and he may say, hey, you know what? This is an opportunity for me to go elsewhere, uh, maybe a little bit less scrutiny, maybe a little bit less media um, attention than I'm getting up in, uh, in New England and be able to finish my uh, coaching career in a place that's a little bit more comfortable. Bill Belichick is usually not the type of guy that shies away from competition or shies away from a challenge. So that may not factor in, but it is something to consider. But I do believe that if the Patriots are in a position to get a franchise quarterback, it would be who of Robert Kraft and the Patriots brain trust to consider bringing Bill Belichick back. Because again, Peter, it's all well and good to say Belichick's got to go. He's too old. The game has passed him by. Let's move on. You've got to make sure that the guy you're bringing in to replace Bill Belichick, a living legend, let's face it, one of the greatest coaches without question ever to stand on an NFL sideline, that's a big act to follow. If you're not going to come in and be able to at least steer the ship in the right direction or give uh, fans especially hope for the future and Bill Belichick goes elsewhere and does well, that's going to be a black mark on the on the ownership group and on Robert Kraft personally. So if the Patriots are willing to make that flip and make that move and move on from Bill Belichick, they have to be 100% certain the guy they're bringing in is the right guy for the job. Stay up to date all year on the New England Patriots by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Patriots on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the LA Chargers will be without Justin Herbert for the remainder of the season. But first, the Minnesota Vikings are also seeing some quarterback movement. We're into the second half of the NFL season, and now is the best time to turn your sports knowledge into cash with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. It's that easy. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. The Pacers and Bucks face off tonight in a battle of Central Division opponents and an in-season tournament rematch. FanDuel thinks no defense is going to be played in that one. The point total is currently 259 and a half. My goodness. 
You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell announced Tuesday that the team would be moving on from Joshua Dobbs in favor of starting Nick Mullins. Dobbs was benched this past Sunday during the team's 3-0 win over the Raiders. Yes, 3-0. The Vikings are currently 7-6 and the sixth seed in the NFC. Folks, we have our QB news. Nick Mullins will take the reins in Cincinnati. He earns the job after showing up in the fourth quarter against Las Vegas and leading the Vikings to their only scoring drive of the game. That means that Dobbs' sanity, the pastronaut, the entire mania of Joshua Dobbs, it's probably over. Dobbs might even sink to QB3 with Jaron Hall being the primary backup. We'll talk about all of that and more on Locked on Vikings. Imagine what has to happen for an astronaut to get benched in the NFL. Playing quarterback, literally tougher than rocket science, apparently. The major Major League Baseball contracts keep on coming in California. The San Francisco Giants have agreed to terms with KBO outfielder Young-Ho Lee. The deal is worth $113 million over six years with an opt-out after four seasons. Uh, why would you want to opt-out? Seems like a lot of money. Seems pretty great. The Miami Dolphins will be without starting center Connor Williams for the remainder of the season. The team announced on Tuesday that Williams tore his ACL. The injury is a major one for Williams and for the Dolphins. Williams himself was set to hit free agency this offseason. He had become a major piece for the Dolphins as they try and make a Super Bowl push. More on the Dolphins coming up in just a second. And Ted Leonsis, the owner of both the Washington Wizards and Capitals, has proposed a new arena complex in Northern Virginia. If approved, both teams would be expected to move by the 2028 season. Here is another story you need to know. The Los Angeles Chargers fell to 5-8, tied for last place in the AFC West after a disappointing 24-7 loss to the Denver Broncos. And to make matters worse, Justin Herbert injures his throwing hand index finger Surgery on that finger is going to end his 2023 season, which leaves a lot of questions about the future of this Chargers organization. David Jorgemeyer from Locked On Chargers joins us now to try and shepherd us through these troubled waters right now, David. And and uh, I, I know that that Brandon Staley has been on the hot seat there going back to last season. Some people were surprised he was even the coach this year. How does the Herbert injury affect all of this because I think you could make the case, oh, well, he was hurt and, and you know, Herbert was hurt to start the season. You could give him the benefit of the doubt if you wanted to. Do you think LA ownership will do that? Absolutely not. Uh, I think, honestly, before this season started, the expectations on what the Chargers needed to achieve in order for Brandon Staley to keep his job were crystal clear, and that was make it to the playoffs and win at least one playoff game and with that all all but done with you know for all intents and purposes the Chargers are pretty much eliminated at this point 
I don't think there's anything that uh, could happen in these next four games that is going to lead to the Chargers retaining Brandon Staley as their head coach. And and so if that is the case, uh, you know, they brought in Kellen Moore. That seems to be, to me, David, an underrated part of this is Kellen Moore was supposed to unlock Justin Herbert and was supposed to hurt the Cowboys, by the way. And it turns out neither of those things have been true. Dak Prescott may just well be the MVP of the league when it's all said and done. So how much of this for, for Brandon Staley, who I generally think is a smart coach, is sort of the mismanagement of his own assets, coaching assets, and all of those things, not just hey, I'm the guy that has to end up calling the plays. He didn't bring in the right defensive staff as well. How much of it is is that stuff, do you think? I mean, it's a large part of it. I mean, one of the things that Dak Prescott has that Justin Herbert has not had in Brandon Stilley's tenure is a top defense to be able mm-hmm. to back him up. Uh, I think you look at a statistic for Justin Herbert when the Chargers uh, give up less than 20 points, he's undefeated. He has never lost a single game in that situation, but far wow. too often has the Chargers let him down and um, really made him have to play Superman, have to try to dig his team out from holes that he should never be in. Uh, And Brandon Staley has to uh, take on a lot of that blame. He was the defensive guru who led the number one defense in the NFL for one year and then came to the Chargers and has had had a bottom five defense all three years that he has been the head coach of the Chargers. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. That is straight facts. And so, unfortunately, a defensive head coach seems bad. Yeah, it's horrible. (laughs) There's no there's really no no other way to put it. Uh, He has not lived up to expectations uh, on, I think, the vision that the Chargers had, which was let's go get Justin Herbert, a defensive head coach who can give him a top defense that can take some pressure off of him. And so uh, then allow him to go be great. Um, The Chargers have given. Brandon Staley, all the assets that he wanted to fill up that side of the ball with the type of players that fit the type of scheme that he likes to run, and it has not yielded those results. So Brandon Staley has a lot of this blame to take on. Yeah, it seems impossible that a defense with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and by the way, Khalil Mack turning back the clock this season, he's been unbelievable with Asante, Samuel, Asante Samuel Jr., who, who looked really promising early in his career, and, and now it's sort of like, where is he? And then Derwin James, who is one of the preeminent chess pieces on a defense anywhere in the NFL, and they can't put together a competent unit when your coach is a defensive coach. That seems like a pretty big problem. Uh, before we jumped on, you mentioned the GM and his role in all of this as well. Um, I look at this offense and I go, you can't be this reliant on Mike Williams. Like if Mike Williams goes down, your offense goes in the toilet. You, you can't do that. So how much of this do you put at the feet of Tom Telesco? I mean, Tom Telesco has had two premier quarterbacks uh, in in his, you know, under his, you know, tutelage since he has been the general manager of the Chargers 10 years ago. He's had zero AFC championships, zero AFC West division championships, a two and three playoff record. Honestly, I would not be surprised if the Chargers completely cleaned house. And I mean, got rid of everybody in the coaching staff and, and the front office. I would not be surprised in the slightest if the Chargers were looking for a new general manager and a new head coach for the 2024 season. Stay up to date all year on the LA Chargers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Chargers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. 
Coming up, the Miami Dolphins had a monumental collapse on Monday Night Football. Miami Dolphins took a 27-13 lead over the Tennessee Titans with just 434 remaining in the fourth quarter. Two Titans drives later, and the Dolphins left Hard Rock Stadium with a 28-27 loss. I was there for what just happened. I was there. I, I, I spent my hard-earned money to come down here and watch the Dolphins give away 15 points in the final three minutes of this football game and lose to the Titans, who they were favored to beat by two touchdowns, by a final score of 28 to 27. The Titans going for two. Uh, they get forced a three and out. When Miami gets the ball back with a chance to milk the clock, Tennessee goes right down the field in four plays, 60-something yards, and less than a minute's worth of game clock. Miami gets a two-minute offense situation back to try to go down and kick a game-winning field goal, and they can't get past the 45-yard line because you get backed up, and your third-down play call can't get out of bounds to stop the clock, and then Tua takes a sack on fourth down. And just a disaster class. Everything about the game from start to finish. And then you look up and you get the muffed punt that puts you in a position. You get the Derrick Henry drop toss and the Dolphins go up 14 points. And you say, wow, you survived week 14. What a wild, wacky, crazy week 14. And the Dolphins, a pristine opportunity to quite frankly, not play well and get out of the game with a win. And you give up 15 points in the last three minutes of the game. We just stop playing. What are we doing? Party dose of reality for this football team. That's a joke. Even that, like, Tennessee getting points because you force a fourth down and you take your helmet off and you slam it for unsportsmanlike conduct to gift them a first down, and they go down and get a touchdown off of it. It's a joke. You know, I was, of course, watching the Packers game as host of Locked on Packers in addition to Locked on Sports today. And as it was ending, I thought, oh, okay, well, the Dolphins are going to win that one after what was surely a bizarre game. I do my live stream after the Packers game, and all of a sudden, I look at the score and I realize the Dolphins lost. So for as bad as the Packers game was for Green Bay and their playoff chances, it wasn't even the most brutal, heartbreaking, and gut-wrenching loss on Monday night. And that has been the story of the last few seasons, these unprecedented comebacks in the final minutes. The passing game is is part of it. Uh, offensive line play never being worse is part of it, but it just seems like we're seeing more and more of these. For example, last year, the Packers beat the Cowboys after coming back from 14 down in the fourth quarter. That had never happened to the Cowboys. It had never happened. And in this Dolphins game, a team with a 14-point lead with three and a half minutes left had never Lost. Had never lost. But now you go for two down 14 for precisely these moments. And so the analytics is driving part of this too. It's making these games more exciting, but it's also creating some parody in the league that the league and fans might not love. It's nice to know who the good teams are right now. Can you name any? The 49ers, the Cowboys, anybody else? Anybody? Bueller? Is that good for the sport? I don't know. You tell me. And finally, the Florida State Seminoles win 13-0 this season, including a 16-6 win over Louisville in the ACC championship game. But they were left out of the college football playoff. I don't know. Have you heard this before? 
The reasoning behind Florida State being left out was that their starting quarterback, Jordan Travis, was injured and would miss the college football playoff. On Tuesday, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody announced she is launching a formal investigation into the Seminoles' exclusion. Because apparently Florida has nothing better to investigate? That seems unlikely to me, but it's Florida. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, who leaves Thursday night football with a win? And are you really going to watch what is likely to be a terrible game. So at least until tomorrow, you will stay locked on sports today.